Greetings and salutations all. Welcome back to the Just Jazz Podcast. It has been a couple of weeks. I had to take a break. Sometimes it's difficult to find guests. And then the guests that I book, I think they realize what the podcast is about. And they kind of redig because they don't want to talk about their personal lives. And that's completely fine. I give them plenty of time to research and I give them the links to my podcast. They still say yes. And then at the last minute, they're like, nah, it's too much for me. Anyway, I am back and I have a very special guest. Her name is Jen. Jen and I met through Twitter because we are both a part of an insane fandom for a TV reboot called MacGyver. It's not really a reboot. Anyway, you'll listen to it in the podcast. But please enjoy this conversation. Thank you for the continuous support. And yes, on with Jen and I. Thank you, Jazz. So um, let's see. I live in Chicago. I've actually lived in Chicago area my entire life. Right now, I'm I'm a mom of three. I uh, I, I know it's crazy. I've actually I've had a very strange strange life growing up because like I. I have a degree. I have two bachelor's degrees. I have one in music business and one in chemical engineering. Bachelor's music of science in chemical business. Music business, yes. Okay. Which I did not go into. That was my first degree. I did not go into that. Okay. Um, 
And then I, I had my degree in chemical engineering. I went back to school for chemical engineering. And then when I was pregnant with my third child, uh, I decided to stay home with my children. So now I'm home with my children and I write on the side and maybe one day I'll get published. Who knows? You know. Do you um, regret being a stay-at-home mom? I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I mean, some people, you know, sometimes like I, I miss work life. Like, yes. and I miss like, you know, the... You know, engineering, you know, requires a lot of thought and like it's math and science and I love that. And so I miss that stuff and I miss the, you know, the technology and things. Um, you know, I don't miss all those stressors, but I have new stressors, right? Because I've got three kids. <laughs> it's a new, yeah, new kind of stress. That's ugh. one kid is enough. I don't know. How, I, know. <laughs> I don't know how anyone goes past two without thinking, what have I done? <laughs> I almost wanted more, but I, 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 I didn't. It is, it is enough. I was like, oh, oh man, yeah. Especially now that they're all in school and they're in separate schools and having to take them back and forth. So yeah, no, it's, it's a lot. But are they back in like the classroom? Yeah. Well, they're they're done for the summer. Like they weren't in the classroom, but uh, I, I left them home the entire year because of COVID. But exactly. they'll be back in the classroom in uh in the fall. I think a comedian DM Newbury said, like, now that there's COVID, parents finally know how dumb their children actually are, and it's not, it's not the teachers. It, you know, it's not, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say that, but man, a teacher's job is so much harder than you give them credit for. <laughs> uh, like, I cannot believe, like, what these teachers go through. <laughs> and then you look at the homework, and you're like, because I have cousins, and I've helped them with their homework. They're like 10 and all. I'm like, what is this? We didn't love this. We yeah, no, they, they changed, like, all kinds of stuff. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I understand how to add, but what are you doing? <laughs> They're like, you need to show your work. I'm like, I get that. Which, anyway, I understand. So, yeah. What, what was it like growing up in Chicago? In, in Chicago, quote, yeah. Uh, in the summers? <laughs> no, I said in the suburbs. Like, oh, in the suburbs. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's real quiet out here. I mean, you know, it's we're we're pretty far out, so we're not like close to the city, so we're pretty spread out and stuff. So it's it's pretty quiet and stuff. But things have you know changed a lot since I was a kid because I live in the same suburb that I grew up in, and that's good. It's it's crazy though how much like it's changed and you know now being an adult with kids it's kind of weird like how how few places there are to go with kids that don't cost money Jeez, don't even do you, you watch the news i oh yeah i mean yes it's, it's depressing yeah so like we have the Philadelphia Flower Show that's happening it's outdoors for the first time right they want you to pay 40, $45 per adult. Oh and then if you're a young person, which is 18 to 29, it's 30. And then a child is 20. And my mom's like, what about the senior discount? I'm like, there isn't one. Like, it's too oh, expensive. Yeah, no, that's that's insane. But even like, yeah, it's just like everything. I mean, like, yeah, we have like a zoo membership and stuff, but like, you know, that that does cost money. Like, if you don't have the membership, like, it's silly, right? Exactly. It costs so much money. Like, and, and all the other places, like, I mean, you know, part of it was COVID, but like a lot of places are shutting down. And it's just like, I, there are so few places to go. Like, I took my kids to a park yesterday, like a new park, mm -hmm. and we had to like leave because there was this like 
creepy guy with no kids looking at the kids and talking to them. See, I love people like that because I would just confront them. What are you doing here? Why are you here? I would make my kids leave. I'd make him leave. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I was one on three because I had all three of the kids with me at the park and he was like looking at my kids and I just was like, I'm just, I'm going, man. Like, I'm going. I understand. I understand. People are crazy. You really don't know. You could have had a weapon if you confronted him. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So now I'm just like, oh, great. I don't want to even go to a park now without like my husband too, right? Because like. Yes, I understand. Creepers. Man, creepers. People are just crazy. Um, more and more deranged. Don't even get me started. How many I know. I'm sure you you guys have a high crime rate. How many shootings? Uh, Chicago's like super high with the crime rate and the shootings. Like it's you know it was like overnight or over the weekend there were like fifty some odd shootings and five deaths and stuff. And yeah, no, it's it's pretty bad out here. We had like 30, 35. and literally the news will be like uh, at four o'clock p.m. on. Street, this happened. And then around the corner on 52nd, literally they bounced from corner to street with all these shootings happening simultaneously. And I'm yeah. like, you can't even leave your house. Yeah. And like the carjackings, it's like I don't even want to drive downtown because there's like all these carjackings and stuff. Like, we, we don't have carjackings as much. We do have people just randomly shooting people's cars in the middle of the night. While you're in your car at 2 o'clock in the morning, it's a little weird, but it doesn't mean you should get shot. Yeah. There's been shootings on, like, the highways, too, and I'm just like, like, you know, I used to think, like, it was, like, you know, 10 years ago, we'd make a joke about, like, how that would happen, but, like, it happens so much now. It's like, oh, my God, like, I don't even want to drive towards the city. Like, it's so crazy. It's... We have a joke here in Philly. It's not funny, but it's funny. It seems to be the way people die is in their home. They randomly get shot, just minding their own business, watching TV. And all of my friends and family are like, can we just get shot in our house and not know what's coming? Like, please, let that happen. That's how bad it is. It's so crazy. We're moving on to, you know, not violence. Yeah, let's move on to something happier or something. I know it's been it's like ten hours that we can talk about violence. Um, so as you were telling me, you grew up in the suburbs. Uh, what was it like, like your childhood? What was that like, and how did you um, migrate into adulthood? <laughs> In- um, let's see. So I, I told you a little bit about this, but like I, I don't know, I had. I was one of those kids, like, I was raised in, like, a, like, Catholic grade school, high school, all that, and stuff, like, you know, Mm. so strict, strict, you know, that stuff, and, of course, I grew up atheist after that, because, like, I just. My mom went to Catholic school, and she, she told me. Yeah, but, um, it it was even harder, because, like, in, in those schools, it, you know, you would you wouldn't think it, but like the bullying is so much worse in those schools. So like I was like one of those kids that was bullied heavily as a child. Um my my mom was um a schizophrenic, so she's she's passed now. But um she was schizophrenic. And so my you know, it was really hard because like kids kids are kids, right? And kids are mean. They knew they knew your mom was sick and probably made fun of you. And, you know, and she would do weird stuff, right? Like, she wouldn't, you know, she wasn't normal. Like, she would show up to, like, 
pick me up from school which was all of like a, only a couple blocks away I could have walked it you know mm-hmm. but like she would pick me up but she would like be there like an hour and a half early or whatever and just sit in the car and be the only car in the parking lot and people you know I mean like people noticed and they would you know make fun of me and stuff it was hard to hard to make friends as a kid mm. was, for she, sure. was she able to get help before she passed it, we had like a sham psychiatrist like I really she- hated the guy a sham, I, I call him a sham psychiatrist because like my mom was so sick that she talk therapy was no use zero use she needed to be on on medication like, right. she was very very sick and all this psychiatrist did was talk therapy like that for for like years like over a decade like probably Watch, over two decades not taking money yeah he was just in it for the money because like literally talk therapy did zilch like yeah so it was you know it was hard because it was like and you know you couldn't force her and and, you know my dad didn't didn't force her to do other you know that kind of stuff so it was it was hard you know because I I had to sit there and just you know accept it which sucked your dad didn't want to get help well he didn't he didn't try to get other help that would would be you know more than talk therapy you know? that's, that's interesting. I wonder why. That's it's probably that generation, like the generation thing. Like, cause, yeah, because like that generation, it was like, oh, you know, they're just a recluse, or you know, like they didn't talk about it. Like it was right. just like the you swept under the rug, right? Like, right. They it's, just accepted it, moved on, and dealt with it. But you didn't really, didn't really deal with it, right? I saw. A, a meme the other day that said an entire family will disown me for being gay or keep the family molestation a secret. Mm-hmm. And I said, yep. So oh, yeah. it's rough. Well, I'm very I'm sorry she passed, but I look at it this way from people like that because my mom's a nurse. My grandma was a mortician. She said they're at peace. Even though it sucks for us, maybe she's at peace now. Well, it's, you know what it, it sounds maybe it sounds bad like yeah I was better off with without like when she passed away like it was better off for me because it was like I didn't like come into the house like she never once met her grandchildren because I wasn't going to put her grandchildren through that like exactly. I can't explain that to them and you know she's sick and, and stuff like that that wasn't fair for my grandchildren or her grandchildren my children mm-hmm. to be around so you know in a way like it was better like I don't know. Like it sounds mean, but like you know, she wasn't in a good state of life either. I understand what you're saying. It's like um, my grandma had dementia for the last few years of her life, and of course we loved her and everything. But there are days where she would do some really outlandish shit, and you're just like it would just be so much easier if she could just lay down and you know just be quiet. Of course, we miss her, but it was really hard on my mom. She would, it was wrong. She, what did she say to me one day? She said, my grandma, my mom dragged her down the stairs, and I didn't know much about dementia. And I'm like, grandma, I don't think mom would do that. And she's a pediatric nurse. She couldn't. Don't you think that would mess with her career, thinking that that would talk sense into her? She's like, I agree. I thought the same thing. And I'm like, you know what? I give up. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. 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 
No, I know. I, I've had I've had plenty of family members with dementia. I think my my favorite was one of my great uncles. He was he was a wonderful man, but I remember like he didn't he thought my little cousin was me and and he didn't know who I was. Mm. And then like his alarm clock broke and he tried to fix it by putting peanut butter on the back of it. <laughs> you know? She came downstairs but with what her with her underwear on her head a few times and said, Don't take off my head. So, you know. Yeah. Exactly. But so yeah. I was I was happy to go off to college, obviously, after, after all that. Where'd you go? I went to um my first my first college was Elmhurst College. Um, it's again it's a small college out here in the suburbs. Okay. Um, it's it it was well known because like um even though I, I'm not Catholic anymore, I will say like my my teachers in high school were great, and I had a couple that were absolutely fantastic, and like they they actually stood up to the bullies for me sometimes, which was great. That's amazing. Um, Mr. Stewart was like the best. He actually like threatened them once. <laughs> See? He was he was like, if I see you doing that kind of stuff to her again in my classroom, I will take you out back and your parents won't be able to say anything. <laughs> because he was just sick of people bullying me in his classroom. I think my mom said, because she went to Catholic school, they were doing the times tables or whatever, and one girl didn't like the answer. She said the nun left her pants like around a ponytail and started beating her head against the chalkboard. Oh, I'm not surprised. Like when when I was in grade school, my grade school just had started phasing out the nuns. So like up until maybe like fifth or sixth grade, um, we only had three nuns, and then the rest of them were just regular teachers. I was I was the good kid, like so I never got in trouble. But I do remember like the one nun, Sister Sophia. Her name is ingrained in my head. She was the mean one. She was the one who literally like she took like the the boys out into the hallway like when they were misbehaving and broke yardsticks over their hands. My I was like, oh my God. <laughs> my mom's convinced is like, some of them were just complete status, and they wanted the job just to do that. It was crazy. Yes. It was absolutely crazy. And they didn't get trouble either. I know. <laughs> Which is, maybe, but maybe that's also, they eventually did, right? That's probably why they phased them out of, of the schools too, and they have like just regular teachers now <laughs> what was college like how did you what was that like how much fun was was it is that a child it, i thought it was but it's fine okay. no way can keep it <laughs> um college college was definitely a lot better i mean you know i was finally away from a lot of the people that i knew in high school because like that was the thing right like because i went from grade school to high school like most of the people i knew in grade school went to high school you know so like finally like i was away from them and so like but i was always kind of like the the tomboy like i wasn't the girly girl right like we're both macgyver fans like i'm a huge sci-fi nerd like People would all be like, oh, my God, America's Next Top Model is on. And I'm like, oh, my God, Star Trek's on after it. Well, I wasn't into Star Trek. I was into, like, the X-Files. Like, they'd be like, and I'd be like, I would watch reruns on Hulu before Hulu became what it is now, when it was free. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. uh, well, like, that's when I don't have to ask how old you are. What was that? I they asked how old you are. Oh, I'm a uh, I'm 38. I'll be 39 next month. Okay, I'm 29. I'll be 30 in November. But uh, so 
The point is, like, reality TV started taking off probably when I was 10 or 11. And mm-hmm. all my friends wanted to watch that. And friends. And I'm just like, I kind of want to watch the X-Files. I kind of want to watch another Freddy Krueger movie. Like... Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. So I was still kind of like the outcast, like, because, you know, like, girls weren't into that kind of stuff. Like, I would go watch football on the guy's side of the floor because the girls didn't want to have football on in the common room, right? (laughs) Guys are easier to get along with. They are. (laughs) They are. If I have female friends, it's because we think more like a guy than, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so college was better. I was, I was in music, which was funny because like, I'm not really like, I love to do music and I love to do like that kind of stuff. Like I sing and I tried to play the piano, but I wasn't great at it. Okay. But, like, um, I ended up being in the more technical side. So like in music business, like, you know, we studied copyright law and IP and, and stuff like that. Um, I went into to sound recording. I wanted to do that. And oh my God. Um, and I think we've talked about this with the Save MacGyver campaign quite a bit. Like, music business is super sexist. Music <laughs> like, business. Oh, I did communications and I took communications at all. And oh my God. They tell you about all these rules that you have to follow if you want to use all these songs. Like one of our readers paid like sixty thousand a year so they could play anything they wanted. Oh yeah, you have to have your ass cap and BMI license. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what do you mean by yeah, well? And that makes sense, right? Because that's how the artists get paid. Because the the whole thing with music is that you know when a, an artist records a song, they get almost no money. Like they get, especially if they didn't write the song, which a lot exactly. of artists don't write their own songs. They get maybe pennies for a recording, but right. you know they make their music on on live live shows, right? Right. And that's right. where it comes it. Yes. But um. Yeah. So yeah, I was like super into that, but like the whole industry is super sexist, especially if you want to get into like the technical stuff, such as like what, like like, like being in the recording studio, but being the person doing the recording, not like you know the singer or whatever, right? Like right. if I was the one working the soundboard, like I literally just had guys say to my face, like, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about because you're a girl," and I was like, "Really?" And then, like, I told the, because I, I, like, I went into, a, uh, when I had my internship, I, I worked at a, um, uh, I'm blanking on the word, uh, we, we would, a booking agency. I worked at a booking agency. Right. And um, my boss at the booking agency, we, uh, he needed some backup vocals for, for something he was recording personally. So, like, right. it was me and, and one of my friends, we went to record the backup vocals. Right. And I, I told the recording guy, I'm like, oh, we should probably do this so that, you know, we don't mess it up and we can, you know, when you mix it, it'll be a little bit easier so we don't have right. to come back. Because it was like downtown, like where we were recording, which was like right. an hour drive for us. And I'm like, I don't want to have to come back down. I ended up having like a terrible fever the night we recorded. Oh, yeah. Like the guy was like, literally like, you don't know what you're talking about. And like, I told my manager, I'm like, you're going to get this recording back and it's going to sound like shit and you're going to have to redo it. And he's like, well, we'll just do it like how he says. And if we have to record it, re-record it, we'll re-record it. And I was like, okay. And then I ended up having the fever and, you know, we, we did what we could. And then I went home and like a couple weeks later, he got the recording back. He's like, it sounds like shit. We have to re-record it. <laughs> hey, it's <laughs> oh, awesome. Gee. 
It's like I said that for something. As long as I'm getting paid, you know, I'll come back once you realize that you're not good at your job. Yeah. I was, but you know, it was like, seriously, it was like the only industry that I ever really worked in where I was like literally told to my face, you don't know what you're talking about because you're a girl. And clearly has issues. And I have issues with that, you know. I mean, I think it's here. I think, especially, I like sports a lot. And I feel like uh, one of my friends said, I forgot I, we were talking about stats and everything. He said, I forgot I was talking to a girl. And I'm like, what does that mean? It's like it shouldn't mean anything, right? Like, Yes. I'm like, why what? can't I just be a woman who likes sports? Yeah. And, it, you know, and that's the funniest thing. Like, I went, so, like... When I couldn't really find, like, a good job because I didn't want to, like, move out of the Chicago area and I couldn't really find, like, a good job in music, like, I ended up working in retail and it sucked. Okay. And my dad And my dad's an engineer, so, like, he was like, okay, go back to school, go back for engineering. I was like, fine, I'll go back to school for engineering. Did you have to so start? I did another four years in college with... Oh, wow. With, you know, people, you know, like... How old was I? They were probably, you know, like, seven, eight years younger than me, some of them. No, well, four or five years younger than me, because my husband, my husband's four years younger than me. Okay. Um, and you know, so I mean, like that's tough, right? Like you're in your mid twenties, you go back and you're starting restarting freshman year in college, right? Um, but hey, I did. I mean, I did great. I did all my four years. I I had some great jobs in chemical engineering. I worked in refining and safety systems and stuff, which was awesome. Um. And, you know, the one thing that was actually really, like, benefited me, like, being, like, a music person was, like, people were, like, you're really easy to talk to and you're really good at explaining things and being up and talking in front of people. Whereas, like, a lot of engineers have trouble with that. Exactly. It's like, that's you not know. in it. So they don't have to be allowed people, right? Right. Whereas, like, I was kind of, like, you know, I'm a little different, right? Like I would right. get up in front of people and talk and speak my mind and be what, you know, like whatever. And like, the other funny thing was like in engineering, both in school with my professors and in any of my jobs, not one person ever said to me that I did not know what I was talking about because I was a woman. I did have one guy that I worked with who kind of treated me like that and was younger than me. And then he got laid off and I didn't. So I felt so bad. <laughs> Then he got laid off and I didn't. He, he got laid off and I didn't. So I was like, oh, maybe I still know what I'm talking Very about. Very important. Yeah. And you know. See, I would think you were getting sexist things at the engineering job and not the music industry. Right? Yeah. No, totally, totally opposite. And it was so funny, too, because, like, I remember when I was in school and they made, like, a big push. It, because I went to IIT, which is the Illinois Institute of Technology oh, in Chicago. I, I, yeah, I feel like it sometimes. Um, not always. <laughs> Less so now that I'm a mom because I don't talk about engineering stuff. I talk about law patrol. <laughs> how, how old are you kids? Uh, they're six, five, and four. Damn, you wasted no time. Six, I, five, and four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the four-year-old just turned four. The five and six-year-old will, you know, have their birthdays soon. So there was a little, little more gap between the second and the third. But. Well, the good thing is they're so close in age. They're all to keep each other occupied, hopefully. Yeah. Then they're all, you know, learning to punch one another and 
yeah. get into fights with one another together. I see That's why. Cute. Your kids are cute. I want them on when you put them on Twitter. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it, they melt hearts. They're pretty adorable. <laughs> I, I bet you're like, until you see them when they punch each and kick yeah, each other. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Hopefully, but, um, just go in for your affection. And we'll see who that Obama loves the most. <laughs> right, and yeah, after. Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't remember what we were talking about before. We talked about <laughs> the obsessions about how we do shotgun and engineer. You yeah, so, oh, yeah, so the, the, the point I was going to make was that um, it was really funny because when I was at IIT, they, they made a big deal about the fact that they were getting, like, some new professors that were women and that, right. you know, they were diversifying, which is great. I was like, right. okay, fine. But, like, I was I was of the opinion, I'm like, I don't want them to get teachers that are women just so that they can say they have women teachers and them not be great teachers because like not one of my teachers like that were male not one of them ever told me I couldn't do anything they were all incredibly supportive in fact they were all like some of the most supportive teachers I'd ever had ever like they were and they were you know, fantastic. And they were so diverse. Like, there, you know, I had one professor who was Egyptian and I had several that were Indian and like, they were all super diverse and super kind and super, you know, supportive of, of right. everyone, you know, it didn't matter if it was a woman, woman or a man or, you know, whatever. Absolutely. And it was like, they started getting some women, women teachers. And honestly, like they were not as good as the other teachers that we still had. I mean, we still had the other teachers, but you know, it was like, that one thing, like, I don't want you to push diversity just for the sake of diversity. I'd rather right. have the great teacher. Like, I don't care if it's a man or a woman, just teach make them. it a great teacher. Exactly. You know, I have, yeah, it was, it's, it's, you've definitely had an interest. I don't know what I thought when I was going to talk to you. I kind of tell myself, don't think, don't assume anything, just go into it. But I did not think, I kind of go back to the guy who think, I think it's important, and I kind of want to do more of these, like, po- podcasts with the guy's family, because I think people think that if you're in a fandom, you don't have a life. I feel like people feel as though we're crazy, we don't have lives, we sit and obsess over things all day, but you, electrical engineering, you did music. Oh, chem- um, chemical engineer. Chemical, chemical engineer. Sorry. Chemical engineering. Uh, you work for a recording uh, company, booking, and, and all that stuff. Like, that isn't somebody that's obsessive and crazy. I, I, I mean, I am obsessed. I mean, you know, I am. But you still... <laughs> Well, you know me too. But you know what I mean. You know what I, I know, mean. I know. I know. <laughs> yes, and I think it's important. You have your kids. You have a family, and I think it's really important to break that stigma of because it's gonna happen. I'm sure you've got why you wasted your time. You all are a bunch of nut jobs, and I'm like, yes, that might be true, but we actually have lives, and we actually do stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> And there was that hater this morning who was, you know, just looking for attention too and trying I to like troll us. I didn't see that. I kind of stayed away from Twitter this weekend for mental health, and I showed you the toddler that we have. So he, mm-hmm. he kept us busy. But what happened? 
Uh, there was this, this troll this morning who was like, oh, I hate these Dave MacGyver people who are trying to get their show renewed. They're so annoying on the CBS posts. And then, like, a couple of us, like, posted. So then he started going, like, okay, boomer, on, like, all of our posts. And he started, like, posting on Jamie's, um, her, you know, she's been making all those posters for, like, you know, if, if yes, MacGyver were Paramount Plus, they're amazing. Yeah, he, was, he, like, posted on her thing, like, at CBS, don't renew MacGyver and stuff like that he was just being a jerk and he was just doing it for attention and so we all just started blocking him because i wish i would have known i'm the type of person i remember when I, somebody left a hate comment so i made a quick video and i'm like shout out to blah 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 i'm giving them the attention that they desperately crave I hope your parents still love you. And I ended it like that. And the troll came back. I'm so sorry. I actually like you. I just wanted attention. And I said, yeah. yeah I don't think this guy would do that. He was just being a jerk to do it, to be a jerk. Like, and he was thriving on it. Like, so we were just like, you know what? Just stop feeding his his attention. That's true. You know? That's true. I can be a troll but for the right reasons. So Right, because we gotta be positive. We gotta be positive as our Save MacGyver campaign. I don't know. It's looking kind of bleak. No, it's not. Don't you say that. Don't you say that. It is not looking bleak. Lucifer took four months, girl. Okay. That's true. Months. Which is which is a short amount of time. Exactly. Now remember, I need you to remember Monica has been supportive of this. And so this Lee David's Lotox. The creator of MacGyver has been supportive of this. So, Justin and Tristan have been supportive of this. I mean, Lucas is, but he's very quiet. His mom is super I supportive. I love his mom. I said, even though I want MacGyver back, I tweeted, because Justin's like, I'm unemployed. I'm like, can somebody hire this man for now? Like, I'm tired of hearing that he's unemployed. It makes, me, it makes me so sad. I know. I do. But I mean... You know, so just just keep it in mind. Plus, you know, we've got the lawsuit that we're we're you know we're not doing anything for it. But like the sham lawsuit's going to get thrown out at some point. Now, you know, we have to wait it out because they can't. They they're not going to be able to do anything with the rights until the lawsuit's done. Now, please explain to me what this because I read the thing. I'm not going to say it out loud, but I read the thing that you sent me, and I bet, I'm like, this is probably some due to COVID bullshit. They pushed everything back because people are inept, not just with the guy, but but in life in general, people just did that. So please explain to us what this lawsuit is over. I thought okay, it was- I can only explain part of it because I don't, I don't, I don't remember everything. Okay. But like, my, the, from what I understand, if I remember correctly, and I okay. am going to preface it with that because I don't know if I'm remembering correctly. Just but, say I believe. I believe this is that helps. That's what Fauci does. It could be exactly. it could not be. We need to listen to him on everything. Right. So okay. I believe what what the lawsuit is is that from the original MacGyver, there was a company called Hanser Holdings that okay. I believe uh had talent in the original MacGyver show and had okay. an agreement with Henry Winkler and maybe Lee David Zolotov, but I'm not sure. Okay. The, create, the creator of MacGyver. Right. Um, for future royalties, so future money off of spinoffs and, and continuations of the original show. Okay. So 
But then that company went out of business, Panzer Holdings. Okay. And, and so they didn't have anything. But then somebody, maybe maybe a relative or whatever, when the reboot happened, was like, there was an agreement. And this show is is a continuation or whatever. We're, we're supposed to get money from this other show, from the MacGyver reboot. Okay. And CBS is like, no, your your original agreement was if it was a continuation or a spin-off. This is not a spin-off. This is a complete reboot. This is completely different. It's not the same show. It's not like it's not like Richard Dean Anderson's MacGyver had a kid and you know, it's that well, it's, it's very it is its own entity. So therefore right. So therefore, hands or holdings should not be getting any money. And you know, at the same point. Panzer Holdings wasn't a legitimate talent agency anymore and mm-hmm. is not licensed to be a talent agency. So why should they get any money anyways? Because somebody's poor. Somebody needs right. money. Right. Which is so, unfortunate. Exactly. So so essentially what that that's what my understanding is they're they're trying to get money and continue to get money, right? So like the whole thing is and again, this is my understanding. This is what we I believe. believe. This is what we believe. This is, is, that is that at 100 episodes, a show becomes viable for syndication. Yes, and you I, can get syndication yes. deals and you get, and then the actors get additional royalties, right? Yes, I do. And so, you know, there is, there is some talk as to the potential that they canceled the show at 95 episodes to avoid syndication deals so that if... If for some reason CBS lost this lawsuit, which would be a huge hit, by the way, for any other reboot, because then then other agencies could be getting money for other reboots, right? Like, so this could be a huge thing in the industry. That would um, be monumental. That would be monumental. So, I mean, I don't think CBS is going to lose it, but because um, they don't have any proofs that the company dissolved. Right. The company dissolved. Now they're not even a licensed talent agency. And, you know, as far as we can tell, they, the, so the hearings were split. Um, if I, if I read the documents right, they split the case. So there's like two cases. It's like liability and something else. And they split it so that each one will have a separate jury portion. So supposedly one jury portion is this month. And then the other jury trial is in October. We should explain that out. We should be the next part that we should work on. Yeah, no, we're, I mean, you know, there's like, there's those of us that are, are keeping close tabs on this. I, mean, I would like close to help tabs. tabs. I would love to help well, in that way. Like keeping close tabs. Yeah, keeping close tabs. I mean, look, there's, there's a, there's an LA court website that I've been, <laughs> that I've been keeping tabs on. And then somebody else is on one of the other law, law websites and mm-hmm. keeping tabs on it, but. Now I think supposedly the next thing isn't until June twenty eighth. So yeah, you know, we got a couple weeks. It's not too bad. Four months. We've only been at it for two, and we've only been at it for two. But you know, then you know, there's other shows like Sanditon. It took nineteen months. You know, so I mean, like these saving these shows is a long haul thing. Usually, it's not a quick thing. But if this lawsuit right like netflix knows about the lawsuit yeah they they mentioned it in calls yes so and paramount plus supposedly is looking into bringing it on as an original show and you know it it could literally be that they do not want a potential syndication deal 
to pay royalties. If, if, if they lost the lawsuit, you know. I, what was it? I, I told my mom, she's like, I don't understand. She's like, on one hand, she's like, I don't understand. It wasn't that great a show. I'm going to do exactly what she says. She's like, every week they have a problem. Every week somebody's going to die. The guy who saves the day. Yay! But NCIS has done it for 22 years or something. Exactly. Or no. 19, 17 years. It's Law and Order SVU that was like 22 years or something. No, I like, I like SVU though. Not gonna lie. Yeah, no, but show. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if, you know, I mean. It's, somebody tweeted to me, she's like, people, people still watch Days of Our Lives and that's not a great show. I'm upset with these reasons. I'm upset because it seems like they don't care about anyone else. Like the suits, they just want their money. No yeah. one. That's it. I don't care if it's MacGyver. I just care that you can't screw people over. Like I read what Monica said in one of her articles, and just I'm paraphrasing. I believe she said they started mapping out episodes from season six, and the suits called and said we're pulling the plug. Yeah, yeah, no. So it, it, she, she even went further. She she had plans for season six, seven, and potentially an eighth and, season. Right, and then yeah. that was the one thing that really pissed me off. I don't like knowing that. Like I, even though I know for sure, I'm still gonna say I believe. I don't like knowing that I believe Lucas tried to defend people while the show was going on, and people had problems with it. Like, with, yeah. I, I, I take I take big issue with the fact that he he did so much to stand up for Meredith and oh, all they got was yeah I, I think my understanding again I believe what it was was uh, the the straw that broke the camel's back on Luke, Lucas was that I believe Lenkov was pressuring Meredith Eaton to come back after her injury on set okay and Lucas didn't take to Lankov's bullying Meredith, and that's when he went back to HR. And See, that's the other issue. I bet if she didn't have dwarfism or was, like, normal size, it wouldn't be an issue. And I can say this because I have dwarfism, as you know, like Meredith. And people really think they can take advantage and say whatever they want to us. One, because we are women. One, because society labels us as disabled. And I bet his excuse was, you want to be treated like everyone else, don't you? Knowing damn well, that's not what he meant. Well, and, and my understanding was, you know, for for her and for you, that the type of injury she sustained is far more life-threatening than it would be for me. I don't know what the injury was. I think it was a hip injury. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's... That's serious, because that's a yeah. lot of, ew. Is that I, why, I think that's what it was. I'm not positive, but I think is, so. Is that why she did a lot of it remotely from season five? Was no, that- season five, season five, she did remotely because she has somebody in her family, I think, that was um, immunocompromised okay, and she couldn't okay. leave because of COVID. So okay, she, she filmed in LA while everyone else filmed in Atlanta. That makes sense. I, so... Where do we, because I, I want to kind of keep it, you have talked about your life a lot. I do want to talk about one more thing, but maybe I'll have you on again. Because, mm-hmm. But uh, I kind of want to take the last maybe 10 minutes to talk about like what our movement is, why we're doing it, and like what it means to us and a lot of other people. 
You're staring at me. You see the dog in the background? I, I do, yes. He wants to let he wants me to run away. I've seen him go back and forth too yes. with a person. Like he'll get up and walk back and forth. <laughs> he I think uh, he has a ball and I think he wants somebody to play fetch with him. So I play oh. fetch and he just watched it roll back to him instead of going to get it. I'm like, that's a good that's a smart dog. What <laughs> My dog can be like that too. <laughs> but um, what what does this mean to you? What got you to like the show? Why do you like it so much? And what can we do to get? I just want Tristan Mays to pay attention to me. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. I, so how I got into the show was was just a random. You know, I was channel surfing. It was COVID time, okay. and and I honestly I I've only been watching the show for less than a year. I've only made it through through once, um, through through the series once. But um, and I, I think I, I think it caught my eye because I do love Lucas from um, you know, the X Men movies and, and other stuff. Yeah, and, I and I was like, I'm like, that was him. Wow. Okay. And in Hannah Montana, like, oh my god, it was a movie. There's a Hannah. There's in the Hannah Montana movie that was in theaters. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It, <laughs> I also didn't know he did a Taylor Swift music video. He's a good looking dude. Oh, he absolutely is. Oh, trust me, I agree. But anyway, I digress. I love, <laughs> I his, I love his butt chin. It's a different I always call Oh, that cleft? That cleft. The cleft. I'm like, I love his butt chin. <laughs> I'm a child. I'm a 30 year old child. <laughs> but um yeah so i just I, I don't know i just caught it once and i was channel surfing and i end up i end up watching like i don't know only like 10 minutes i was like okay i love procedurals like mm-hmm. i'll get season one right and so like i get season one on dvd from amazon and i i watch it and i'm like oh season one had george Eads and i love cfi yeah. and i love i love witty banter and obviously i'm an engineer so therefore i love science exactly Obviously. But man, the witty banter like that like drew me in because I love witty banter and there's just so much of it. <laughs> I, think it I think it got a little weak at the end, but I think that's because of COVID. I think I think it picked up in Monica's episodes. I would say it got weak during the end of Lenkop's episodes. That's another podcast for a different story. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah, that's another thing. But anyway, so like I got into it, right? Because I love STEM and I love wittiness and I love and you know, I just love that entire thing. And it, you know, I will admit it's a little over the top. I don't care. I'm I'm good. I'm good with over the top as long as the show knows it's that it's over the top. Like the one episode when they had oxygen tanks and they held on and like flew through the window through the yeah. skyline. I'm like, they know this is bullshit, right? Am I missing something? I wasn't going. To, it wasn't bad. No, don't say that too loud. We might get Rhett to like, you know, Rhett Elaine. He's the um the physicist who's the the science oh, yes. consultant. Don't say it too loud. Maybe a little bit on top of it. Knowing him, he'll be like, why don't we do it with you? I'll be like, um, no, thank you. You're, I ain't know. I'm going to retract my statement. Let you are the physicist. I am going to humble college dropout. Do not come for me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's how I got into the show. Um, okay. And, you know, it was funny because I never even knew that season five was airing, right? I think I started watching season five a couple episodes in because... Well, lo and behold, there was no advertising for it. 
I know. I'm sitting here like, and I told her, like, I asked her, like, it's canceled, right? She's like, no, it comes on tonight. Because she watches it. She's like, it's one of those, these are hormones, everyone not right. She said, it's one of those shows, like, I'm playing in the background. We'll go through and always know what's happening, even if I'm not looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of times they don't necessarily jump around. Like sometimes, like on a show like Criminal Minds or, or CSI, like if you're not really paying attention, you might miss something right. big, right? You know. It's, but um, that's like yeah. But but so like for me, like them up and canceling it, especially when I had just joined the fandom, seemed really strange, right? Because like it had great ratings, it has a solid strong fan base not just in the united states but worldwide and they've been at comic-con a few times i've seen those videos people were losing their shit yeah so it's like it it seemed really strange right so like i mean i hopped onto the movement right away like when the change.org petition went up like you know i i signed it and i created the website right away um after the change.org and and you know i i keep that up to date um i know other people had started the watch parties and other stuff but i've continued you know doing that and trying to get the activities the weekly activities up and and watch parties and whatever so for four reasons why we want it brought back it's not just because it's a great show like some people are just like it's a great you know like oh we want this back because it's a great show well no it's not just a great show we've got so much incredible so many incredible stories from people who were truly inspired by people like riley you know trust me as riley and Meredith Eaton as, as um maddie weber you know going into stem women going into you know coding computer science um i had people who wrote me testimonials for for the website you know they one woman became a paramedic because of Riley. I mean, I know that's not what Riley does, but you know, have to go into science because a girl like Riley was, you know, into coding and hacking and that's stuff. That's what I'm to say. She'd be the last person. Riley's character would be the last person I'd want to save me. Not that she isn't good at it, but because of the tech, I'm like, do you know what you're doing? But yeah, I mean, like, it's incredible, like, to see, like, how how inspired people were. And then, you know, at the end, we only had seven episodes with Monica, who is, by the way, one of the few showrunners that was a woman and woman of color on network television, which is far less likely. I mean, there's a lot more, you know, women showrunners and women of color showrunners on streaming services. But on network television, it's still a boy show where it's mostly exactly. white men. Um, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, she was, you know, so we want Monica back, obviously, as showrunner. And she got on, you know, her vision, including in, in only those seven episodes, getting Parker, played by Alexandra Gray, a transgender electrical engineer that holds multiple master's degrees. Like, yes. What kind of inspiration is that for the LGBTQ community to have exactly. somebody like her high profile like her because she's an empire you know as an engineer right and then um emerson page emerson page played um you you know the brink um riley's hacker hacker yes yes um she uh sorry not she sarah uh was played by emerson page and they are you know a non-binary person as a hacker too like that's another lgbtq um you know influence in stem that is not especially non-binary is is not hardly at all on tv and then the other thing is 
I, oh, I, for some reason, I thought that Artemis 37 was going to be its own spin-off. I don't know why, because the way they set it off, like when Riley was going off and she said, I'm going to help these girls, I'm like, they're, they're prepping for a spin-off. Like, Tristan's going to have her own spin-off. I'm like, that would be cool. And then we got what we got. And then, yeah, and then we got what we got. So, I mean, yes. like, there, there's so many reasons that we are fighting, you know, I mean, and having, like, the positive role models, like, like Lucas, like, Lucas and MacGyver, right? Like, not just him, as, not just Lucas as Lucas, but Lucas as MacGyver as well, right? Like, there are so few characters that stand up for what is right, you know, like, yes, having exactly. a, a character like him, you know, saying that he sees his friend that is Black and, yes. you know walked in BLM protests and that Lucas himself did the same. Exactly. It's, how do I say it? I, it's just, there's, I can't even, you kind of put the words everything like the show is amazing. It's, whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not, I can never stand by a company that puts a bunch of people out of work for absolutely no for no heads up. Like, they pulled the plug, and everyone's like, wait, what? Like, can you imagine what that feels like to know, oh, I'm going to work tomorrow. And then it's like, oh, never mind. No, you're not. Because of money. Like, yeah. no one well, and, and, you know, especially when a show won its time slot 12 out of 13 weeks. Yes. It won that Friday night time slot. Yes. Like, so, so for someone to say, oh, it was ratings-based, like, then explain why it was winning its time slot. And you put shows that had less ratings on your streaming service. Because we live in an age now where you can lie to someone's face and people are like, okay, I'll just accept it as truth. That's why. It's not just about the guy. It's about the whole state of the world. And you can lie now and no people believe your lie and will back it up. So... Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started. I think we're going to save the show. I think we're going to save the show, too. We are we are working so hard. So, you know, the, the ways that people can help. And there are so many. <laughs> Please tell the people how to help. And I'd like to quit. I'm so sorry I haven't been as active. I stopped recording the calls because people started getting spect- spectacle, skeptical. And then this one person tweeted me, she's like, did you actually talk to them? Did Netflix actually know what was being said? And I'm like, who are you? Like, I don't want to fight within the group because that's not going to solve anything. So I kind of yeah. just ignored it. But you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not as active because I feel like I'm being attacked by a couple of people. And I want to fight. And I know that's not going to solve anything. So I remove myself from this situation. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can always just block block them too like there's been a couple of people who have done things like stolen art from from some of the artists and taken their tags off of it and stuff and shared it as their own and, and mm. you know we just block them <laughs> so tell the people know. everything they can do to uh, not everything what you want there, tell the people how they can help so there, there are a lot of ways, and obviously people can go to um, www.savemacgyver.com, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I, I, 
I host the website. So, you know, if there's other things that people want on there, but we have a lot of ways. So we are, you know, daily, we are emailing the execs at CBS, Viacom, Netflix, um, emailing Paramount Plus via their yeah. website. Netflix has their um, requesting shows uh, website where you can do three entries at a time and you so people are just requesting hundreds and hundreds of times a day. Like I have what I call the five minute challenge. Go on there for five minutes and request as fast as you can just for five minutes. And even then, like, I mean, you'll get a, a hundred or 200 total requests and, you know, I mean... <laughs> Because you take however many times you get, because you put three in there, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so we're we're up to three hundred over three hundred thousand Netflix requests right now. Um, that is definitely something. It is. It, it is something, and it's 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 huge, right? Because we went from thirty thousand just about five weeks ago to three hundred thousand. Mm. Well, so that's. that's I know, right? Um, we have Operation Postcard is going on right now where people are gathering their own postcards to send to George Cheeks, who is Kelly Cal's boss. Uh, George Cheeks is the president and CEO of Viacom. So um, what does so- Corey do? Not Corey. So, yeah. Kelly? Kelly, yeah. Kelly is, is president of CBS. So... So CBS is, so you've got like the different branches, right? Like Viacom, CBS is the top. And then you've got like CBS is over here. And then you got like Paramount Plus is here. And then you've got, I don't remember what else they own. Well, the other clip. Yeah. So it's like the different networks, right? So like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So George Cheek should should be his boss. So we're, we're sending, you know, um, postcards. Postcards are going out. If you're international, uh, we're suggesting people sending them around the 19th of June or a couple of days earlier. Um, if you're in the contiguous uh, United States, sending them June 22nd. Okay. So that's just a, that's what two weeks away. Two weeks away. So mm. we'll be sending those. I got I ordered 500, but I'm distributing some to my friends to help me send out. Mm. Um, I'm not going to send all 500 this time because um, if nothing, if we're not saved by the end of the month hey we can do another mailing next month <laughs> i think i would try if we saved it i would be so I would try to. um operation paperclip is still going on so people are sending paper clips i love it too we are up to 1.415 million paper clips and where do these go so we sent excuse me the majority of the uh first uh, 1.4 million or 1.3 million went to CBS Studios in Los Angeles, but now we've been directing several thousand have gone to um, George Cheeks as well in New York, so at Viacom. Um, so that's where we're going to keep sending them this month at least. And I'm trying to think of the other ways to help. We have some new things that are going to be coming out. I can't say what they are quite yet um, because we need to get confirmation. We are still fundraising for the billboards. And I know people were really disappointed that the billboards came down, but those five billboards have done their job. We are now in the process of redesigning a new billboard mm-hmm. and um, looking at some new cities because while we would love to put them back up in those same cities, they did their job and we need to reach more people. What's the feeling? Uh, we will, we are looking at that. We're, we're, we're trying to go top down on billboards. So like the digital billboards, they give us how many people see it per day. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to hit the, the ones that get highest views per day. Mm. So 
I think I think I have looked at some of the ones in built in Philly area. Um, when they get like 120 some odd thousand views per day, but the ones that we we used so far got like over a million views per day. Did you check and send? I'm gonna send you because I this is. I'm gonna when we're done recording, I if you don't mind, I want to talk to you for like two more seconds. Just but yeah, okay. But you have anything else you'd like to say where to get? Uh, where we can help out, I will be leaving everything in the show notes of like, yeah. every place you can contribute. I'm actually just going to click, put the website in, and it tells you all the ways. Yeah, because yeah. like literally the website has everything. We also have a chari- the charity fundraiser going on for cancer research because yeah. you know, we're not just... Um, you know, I mean, yeah, we're trying to get our, our show back, but MacGyver himself did so many things to help people on the exactly. show. And exactly. that's one of the unique things about his character. You know, I mean, like, yeah, there's lots of great characters out there, but how many characters promoted doing charity work and doing doing so many good things? Like on his time off, you know, we saw Ingus do um, build houses in Puerto Rico after the hurricane. And, you know, he tried to find a cure for cancer after his father died. And he, you know, went to the CDC during COVID to, to try to find a a cure for COVID. And, you know, no, Angus Angus, did it. He's busy. Man, Captain Butchin is really busy. But the character, not 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 the actor. Well, that's saying Lucas doesn't do that. Yeah, no. But I mean, Lucas did did walk in BLM protests, and, I saw and you know, he does other things, right? Because he was he uh, was in Son of the South, and you know he's done a lot of stuff um, for promoting that as well, and 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 some of the things that we don't know that we're not usually taught about things that happened during those times. He genuinely seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Like, oh, you can tell, like, he's, like, yeah, something we can kind of tell, they're putting it on, but like he really seems like a nice guy. Yeah. So, and we do have, like, I, I promise you, we have some, some big events coming up, like, actual events um, coming up. They are, have not been announced, but people should keep their eye on the website and on Twitter. You know, we have our weekly watch parties. Um, we're trying out Saturday this week just to see if we can get worldwide everyone together at one time because again this is you know this isn't just the united states this is fans in 80 countries like it is absolutely insane how far the show reaches you never go outside your own bubble and i think it's incredible that is see now i'm getting all emotional see there are three goals i have for number one get the show back number Mm -hmm. two well, this goes, this is uh, one point A. Get Justin Hyde again. <laughs> he needs to be hired. Number three, be on the show. Four and five, give Meredith a hug and be best friends with Tristan. Like, those are my <laughs> top goals. Like, I follow her on all the social media. Like, she seems really weird. And I like that. That's awesome. Yes. Those are the goals. Of course, but we have to save MacGyver for all those. We've got to save MacGyver. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm really excited and I'm glad we're doing stuff for cancer, like research and everything. That means a lot. So we're doing good things, people. We're not just an obsessed group that have no lives. A lot of us have jobs, families, 
were donating to causes that, that matter. So don't judge us just because you don't understand. That's the key. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm going to end the podcast right here. I'm just going to stop recording because I have to do something.